the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Christ demands first place. There's no room on the throne of your heart for two gods. This is the Bill Bunkley Show on Faith Talk 570 and 910 WTBN. Our rights come from nature and God and not from government. History will record with the greatest astonishment that those who had the most to lose did the least to prevent its happening. Phone lines are open in Hillsboro, 813-287-5700 or toll free 1-877-943-9673. As for me and my house, we've already made a decision. We are going to serve the Lord. And that's a decision that every single person here tonight has to make. You either have to decide that you're going to serve the gods of materialism all around or the true and the living God. And now, the president of the Florida Ethics and Religious Liberties Commission. Here's Bill Bunkley. Bill Bunkley here. Welcome to this Wednesday edition of the Bill Bunkley Show. We are excited to have you with us this afternoon, and we've got a lot to discuss to keep you informed on this midweek program. As always, our phone number is all, is um, available for you right now at 877-943-9673. That's 877-943-9673. We have some breaking news out of uh, uh, Brooksville this afternoon. Moments ago, we've heard from the Hernando County Sheriff's Office, and they are conducting an investigation today on scene of a reported bomb threat at the Sears store located in uh, Brooksville, Florida, at 13085 Cortez Boulevard. A call came in for the bomb threat just before 12.30 p.m. today, and uh, the uh, Sears store had to be uh, evacuated. They're investigating the threat. They have not found any suspicious packages, and the store has reopened, reopened so we're going to keep our eye on that and um, let you know if anything more develops with that story this afternoon. Well, Got some things to talk about today, and uh, first up, as you probably know, the senator, the left-wing socialist, Bernie Sanders, is running for president again. Going to take another shot at this, and uh, of course, uh, he is the latest of some absolutely far, 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 far left individuals who uh, believe the country is ready to take a sharp left-hand turn. That this country is ready to leave capitalism. This country is ready to leave free enterprise and um, is going to take a, a turn for using other people's money. Because you know that's what socialism is all about. And if you haven't been paying attention to what's happening in Venezuela, we're working on a special um, interview coming up uh, hopefully this Friday because uh, one only needs to look at Caracas, Venezuela to see a very, very healthy country, one of the healthiest countries, prosperous countries in South America, and what socialism has done to that nation and uh, what's happening now. And I know we have many of uh, 
uh, Venezuelan nationals and uh, those that are here, so many of you here legally, by the way, and you have uh, family members that you are just absolutely praying for and uh, really concerned about. But uh, we'll talk about uh, the burn and what his vision is for America on today's show. Also, in Tallahassee, there is a bill that passed out of a Florida Senate committee yesterday. This has to do with churches. Has to do with those who have a concealed weapons permit. Bringing guns to church, but specifically bringing guns to a church campus that also doubles as a school campus. We'll talk about that bill on today's program. Might be a little interested in that. And the Southern Baptist Convention, President J.D. Greer's plan to battle the church sex abuse uproar that has come from the Houston Chronicle. We'll be talking about that and many more issues on today's program here with uh, Bill Bunkley. And I'll remind you that uh, phone lines are open at 877-943-9673. That's 877-943-9673. Well, let's talk a little bit about socialism. Let's talk about the burn, Bernie Sanders. It's amazing to me, and it is a study in cultural development. You know, for those of you, many of you who may be listening during this hour, and you don't know what type of historical perspective is in the Old Testament of the Bible. Because the Old Testament covers a wide span of years, and it really tells the history of of a people. Not only does it tell the people of the story of the people who are called Hebrews, we know them as Jews today, but of course there was Philistines, there were all sorts of other um, tribal groups that uh, descended from Adam and Eve. And, of course, you had that family split between uh, Arabs and Jews that we have today that we can trace all the way back to the historical guidelines in Scripture. But the point I want to make is why is there a divided country where it seems like approaching half the country is okay with socialism, okay with Robin Hood? Now, It's called redistribution. I haven't used that word a lot here on the Bill Bunkley Show, but redistribution is what this is all about. Understand that global warming is all about redistribution. Socialism is all about redistribution. The struggle in our country, though it's never talked about much in any mainstream media, it can also be characterized as the battle between the haves and the have-nots in terms of finances and assets and things. So when we look to the Old Testament, you get an idea of multi-generations because as you read through the historical account, it deals with different generations. Why are we where we are, why are we where we are at today? Look, I'm, I'm on the tail end of the baby boomer generation. Maybe you are as well. This country got quite a scare in the 1940s. It was the follow-along of the Second Great War after World War I in the teens. 
Now, we had a president that was an isolationist president, and I'm just giving you a description. FDR did not want to get involved in a, in a fight in Europe. He didn't want to get a, involved in a fight in the Pacific. And it was a lot of European leaders who were begging for the United States to come in and to ally with them before Hitler gained the astronomical power that he did and then followed through with the atrocities that he did. And so what we have is we have a generation that was growing up in that time in America The word started really getting out about the atrocities in Europe. And then and then Japan thought we were weak. And Japan was the China of the region during those times. Today, China is the dominant force, not only with their military, but with their economic force. And that is uh, what the country is waiting for, their country and our country to rebalance the trade situation between the two superpowers. But back in the 40s, it was Japan. So Japan attacks Pearl Harbor. And now we, as a nation, are living with, back then it was radio reports. Wow, even though we've got two big oceans, Atlantic and Pacific, on either side, we've got this nutcase by the name of Hitler to our east, and we've got Japan to our west. And you know what? Our national security is now at risk. So we go to war. And for everybody's experience, whether you are in Kansas, whether you are in North Dakota, whether you're in California, New York, Florida, Texas, wherever, It brings the nation together. And so many men out of our population have to go to war. Women are recruited to make tanks, to assemble tank parts, airplane parts. It was a national effort. Well, I'll tell you what, when you go through that and either you go to war individually and you come back alive, or you go to war and you don't come back, Obviously, that has a profound effect on the nation's psyche. So, America was united. And I'm a product of a mom who was from Missoula, Montana, Army Air Corps. A product of a dad that was born in Brunswick, Georgia, moved to Tampa. Also Army Air Corps. They would have never met in San Francisco when dad came back from the Pacific, so they met. Married six weeks later, believe it or not, moved to Florida. Married until my my pop passed away unexpectedly with a stroke in his 50s. So I grew up in a world of responsibility. I enjoyed sports, but I tell you what, I'm an Eagle Scout. And part of that probably has to do with my family. Now, I've, I've departed from the Boy Scouts because we have just some... Biblical principles that I cannot violate personally in terms of morality and believe that uh, there's two genders, male and female, but that's going to be debated probably for the rest of my life. So 
The older generation gets it. We understand what communism is. We understand what Russian socialism is all about. And then what happens? Just like the Israelites in Old Testament. One generation fights for the peace. Then it's peaceful. And then you have other younger generations who come along. They have no idea the price that was paid for the freedoms that they have. The generation today does not have any idea the price they pay that was paid for them to have what they have today. And then in my mind, uh, phone lines are open, you disagree, and now they get exploited. They're getting exploited by people who, who want to change the entire power structure in America. They don't want people to compete and to win by way of capitalism. They don't want people to go out and be entrepreneurs and take risks. No, they want to have a collective society. I want to have free education. I want to have free health care. I want to have free this, free that. With not a single ounce of consideration of who's going to pay for it. Who's going to be on the hook? And that's how we have a Bernie Sanders today. That's how we have several Democrats on the left, socialism. And you know how long socialism lasts until the other people's money that you conscript, Robin Hood style, until that money is exhausted. And then you watch the images coming out of Venezuela. That, my friends, is the result of socialism. So Bernie's back. The burn is back. And um, tell you what, if I was President Trump, I still think the majority of the country gets it. So from a partisan standpoint, you keep going left, 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 left. Because that will help Donald Trump. 877-943-9673. If you disagree, give me a call. On the Tallahassee next on Bill Bunkley Show. Know why most shoe stores never bother to measure your feet? Too much work. Know why they don't offer different widths? Too much work. Know why they don't ask about your work? Too much work. Think you can say installing that last bridge span or torquing the bolts on a jet engine is too much work? Didn't think so. At a Red Wing shoe store, we know your feet and your work. Because Red Wing boots are purpose-built for the exact work you do. Red Wing shoes. Work is our work. Whether you're taking care of clients, kids, a husband, or all of the above, sometimes you just need a night to care for yourself. Faith Talk presents Ladies' Night Out, Thursday, March 14th at Bell Shoals Baptist, featuring Christian comedian and speaker Amberly Neese. I was voted most spirited at my high school. I was also voted most likely to shave my head and stand in an airport and pass out daisies. Food trucks will be on hand early. You'll enjoy dessert, photo booth, and shopping at our Ladies' Night Expo. And most of all, encouragement and laughter with Amberly Neese. I'll be in the middle of worship. God is so good. Mm -mm -mm. 
who claps like this, except cheerleaders. <laughs> Don't miss Faith Talk's Ladies Night Out with Amberly Neese. Thursday, March 14th at Bell Shoals Baptist Church in Brandon. Last year's event sold out fast, so get your tickets today. $5 when you sign up for the Faith Talk Fan Club. Details at letstalkfaith.com. Bible Line with Pastor Ralph Yankee Arnold. In the book of 1 Peter in chapter 4, it says that uh, we have a place reserved for us in heaven. Mm, the faith is not away. Eternal in the heavens. we got a place. So I already know I'm going to heaven. But uh, one of the greatest things you can do is that if you have trusted Christ as your Savior, let your loved ones know it. Bible Line, weekday mornings at 10 on Faith Talk 570 WTBN. Online at letstalkfaith.com. program this afternoon 877-943-9673 talking about uh, the leader of uh, what i would in my humble but i think accurate opinion is a leader of the socialist movement in america bernie sanders and uh, even some of his um, colleagues on the left are distancing themselves and saying that they are not democratic socialists so Got a little civil war that's probably going to be happening during the Democratic primary, but we got some folks that uh, want to share this afternoon, and uh, I want you to hear their opinion. 877-943-9673. Let's go with Greg in Bradenton. Greg, thanks for being with us this afternoon, my friend. Oh, it's Buckley. How are you today? I'm well, thank you. Good, um, good. I, I just Yeah, I, I, I just wanted to, to talk about briefly what I think the real causes of the interest in having more socialist programs in the country. Um, I'm 60 years old. Uh, I've been working since I was 19 years old. Uh, I've got a master's degree. I've got a professional job. But the reality is for that for most Americans, uh, particularly around my age, wages have been stagnant since the 1970s. You know, I'm one of those people that did everything right. Fortunately, I didn't lose it all in the big crash. But a lot of people did. And people that have done everything right their whole lives cannot get ahead and have not been able to for decades. These are not people that are, that are not willing to work or not willing to educate themselves or anything. These are people that have done all of the right things. And we can't get ahead and haven't been able to for decades. In the meantime, we've got more, we've got more billionaires than we used to have millionaires. The 1% is growing, their profits are growing, their money is growing, they're getting richer and richer and richer, often with the complicity, it seems as if, from my perspective, of the Republicans. So I think that if the Republicans made a sincere, real, authentic effort to try to do something to help the middle class, maybe people wouldn't be interested in these socialist programs. But as it is, people simply cannot get ahead. Most Americans are within two or three paychecks of going bankrupt. Mm -hmm, That, mm -hmm. I think, is the cause 
of the interest in socialist programs. A couple of points, and um, let's have a great conversation here. First of all, um, and I'll just throw this out there, but when you talk about the rich, who's the rich and who's getting richer? If you will look at the, I can't recall the study, got a little chemo brain here for my deal, but if you'll look at the study, I think it's two to four years, the last two to four years. Do you know where the concentration of new millionaires plus, do you know the zip codes where people have become millionaires, what part of the country? I'm going to guess the coats, but I don't know for sure. No. I really don't know. The Beltway. The Beltway. Washington, D.C., the bureaucrats and the lobbyists, that is where the, the – when we talk about – you know, you think about somebody getting rich, you want to stereotype it. And like I would, hey, a guy started a small company, did well, and now it's got 15 locations a million. That's not the millionaires we've been producing. It's been – But who are they? It, well, who are they? They, they are the, – I believe that there is an underground government in D.C., and it isn't necessarily anti-Trump, but there are bureaucrats that have a vested interest in keeping the game going. And that is all the graft, the corruption, and all the money that sloshes around inside that oval, which is, uh, you know, capital uh, is the, um, the beltway. So you got all these people who have grown rich there. So I'll throw that out. The second thing I want to just say, I get it. I get it about getting ahead. But maybe I have a little different perspective. Not right, not wrong, just different. Number one, so much so in my opinion now as someone who is at the moment uh, recovering and have a shot at being cured of leukemia, I realize that if I accumulated a million dollars, two million dollars, I can't take it with me, number one. And, And number two, all I have to do. If I've got you, you have lived a blessed life here. You're 60. You're like me. I lost most everything. I'm rebuilding. Uh, been on disability because of my deal. But you know what? When I look at my quality of life, even without a lot of resources, I realize how much better my life is, is than most anywhere else on the planet. So, yes, you're right with your examples. But when you really look at how blessed we are, are we really that bad off? And in the fact that it's the government bureaucracy are the ones that are getting super rich and are the new millionaires. And if I challenge you to look it up and research it, and if you find contrary data, then call me back in a day or two. We'll talk about it. But I just think that both sides are dug in. The Republicans aren't going to give any ground. The Democrats aren't going to give any ground. And here we are with instant uh, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram doesn't have to be true, can be a lie, and you can, we're, we're, we're in these two echo chambers that were the left only listens to the leftist, the right only listens to the right, and we never get anywhere, but, but I still don't think our quality of life for most people, even the poorest of the poor, I'll take you to, to Lebanon, I'll take you down to Haiti right now, I mean, our, our poor are, are not as poor as the people of the world, but I'll let you have the last, the last word and last argument. Well, I think obviously we're, we're, we're very fortunate to, to live in the United States. I mean, that's, that's a given. Uh, we have peace. We've, we've not had a war on our shores for hundreds of years. Um, and you're right. Some of the poorest people in this country are far better off than the poorest people anywhere else. 
However, that doesn't change anything that I just said. Um, the reality is, is that wages, particularly for males, have been stag stagnant since the 1970s. Now that is that is unacceptable by any measure, and the idea that you can go that you can be bankrupt by medical bills, I believe we may be the only country in the world where that's possible. I mean, those are the sort of you know institutional and uh, you know things that can be dealt with, but nobody's dealing with them. So I think the response, again, I go back to my original point. I think the response of people saying, you know what, maybe we should have socialized medicine. You know, when when you look at your neighbor who's gone bankrupt because they had cancer mm -hmm. or, or something like that, you think, my God, that's insane. You know, my dad takes a pill. His pill costs $900 a day. Mm -hmm. Now, he doesn't, he, doesn't, he doesn't have to pay that, obviously, and he couldn't pay that. He would die 30 seconds. It. Got a hard break. 30 seconds, Greg. Go ahead. Okay. But, but, I mean, that's it. I mean, we are not taking care of our people. We're taking care of the upper class, the 1%, but we are not taking care of everybody else. And people need and want things. That's it. Thank you. Uh, Greg, good counter opinion. That's Greg in Brainton. So appreciate Greg being part of our show. When we come back, uh, two more callers are standing by. Now have an open line, 877-943-9673. We're going to go to Adrian. In, no, we're going we're to go to Morgan in St. Pete, uh, who's on the opposite side. And then we'll go to Adrian in Palm Harbor with a counter opinion. Phone lines are open and got one for you, 877-943-9673. More of the Bill Bunkley Show discussing socialism versus capitalism, entrepreneurialism. Next on the Bill Bunkley Show. With SRN News, I'm John Scott. As many as 200 million people could be affected by a major storm. Heavy rains causing problems in parts of the deep south. Flood watches and warnings cover the northern parts of Alabama, Mississippi, and Georgia, and nearly all of Tennessee. President Trump has announced his nominee for Deputy Attorney General. Jeffrey Rosen would replace Rod Rosenstein. British Prime Minister Theresa May and European Commission President Jean-Claude Juncker say they had a constructive dinner meeting. They plan to meet again before the end of the month to assess progress in the Brexit negotiations. May has been seeking revisions because Parliament has refused to approve the deal on Britain's exit from the EU. Secretary of State Mike Pompeo says a 24-year-old Alabama woman who left home to join ISIS in Syria is not a U.S. citizen and will not be allowed to return to the U.S. This is SRN News. A 100-year-old woman in Tennessee won a wish-of-a-lifetime contest. She wanted to visit a beach to see the ocean, so the staff of her assisted living facility drove her to the Gulf Coast and helped her to enjoy the beach for the first time. It made me think, are there things I've been putting off in my life? especially things related to other people. Perhaps an apology, a thank you, a gift, repaying a debt, or some other simple thing that I should do. Jesus will return one day, and our chances to do the right thing will be over. This is David Jeremiah, encouraging you to get on the road to new life. Discover God's reasons not to procrastinate on Route 66. Route 66, driving the word home. Log on to Route66life.com and get your roadmap for life. Route 66. Start your journey home today. You dropped big money on a billboard. 
because the rep told you you'd get a gajillion impressions every day. But let's do the math. Maybe 50,000 people drove past your billboard. Of those, maybe 1% actually fit your customer profile. Out of that 1%, maybe another 1% is actually in the market. And out of that 1%, 1% is ready to pull the trigger. Maybe. So how much did it cost you to acquire that customer again? Yeah. On the other hand, digital marketing through Salem Surround dramatically lowers your customer acquisition cost, taking you directly to qualified customers at the exact moment they are ready and eager to buy, rather than hoping they just happen to drive by and notice you. At Salem Surround, we take you directly to the sale, whether it's in Tampa or Tacoma, St. Pete or St. Louis. With Salem Surround, you sell more and spend less. Get the facts at surroundtampa.com. Saturday mornings at 8, Ask an Attorney with Joe Pippen. In the benefit of the trust is no probate, no guardianship, quick, easy, fast, efficient, and private documents. And uh, in this case, we've provided for each of them for the rest of their life with some security factor there and also provided for their children. Ask an Attorney with Joe Pippen. Saturday mornings at 8 on Faith Talk 570 WTBN. Online at letstalkfaith.com. What if I could tell you that a full-blown wildfire was going to occur tomorrow right where you live? Tell you exactly which neighborhoods it would engulf and how fast it would do it. The first thing you would do is talk with your loved ones and make a plan today. It's true. I can't tell you a wildfire will strike tomorrow. But shouldn't you make a plan anyway? Go to ready.gov slash communicate and make your emergency plan today. Don't wait. Communicate. Brought to you by FEMA and the Ad Council. Seven seven nine four three nine six seven three. Just a quick reminder: we're going to go to Morgan and St. Pete, and then Adrian. But hey, I want to remind you that uh, we have an opportunity for you to win one of five books we're giving away this month. This is part of our Regnery Publishing book giveaway, uh, part of our issues here uh, as we are on our answer stations. Obstruction of justice: How the deep state risks national security to protect the Democrats by Luke Rosaic. Got five of those to go. What you have to do is between now and the end of the month, go to either our website at am860theanswer.com or am930theanswer.com. Either one, you can register and put your name in the hat to win. And by the way, you can register each and every day, which means there's more choices in the, the bucket and increases your chance to win. So if you'd like to win one of those five books, and uh, I encourage you to do that because it's a fine, fine read. 877-943-9673. If you're just joining us, welcome to the Bill Bunkley Show. Of course, I'm Bill Bunkley, and uh, we began our show today talking about the burn. Bernie Sanders, head of the socialist movement in America, is uh, now announced he's running for president again. And uh, seems like the the uh, on the right, you have the commodity of Donald Trump, which uh, most everybody has an idea about that and also 
as we see uh, some of the handful of Democrats that will be duking it out for the nomination far, far left than any time I can remember in this country. But uh, we're going to talk about uh, that and more. Let's go to Morgan in St. Pete. Morgan, welcome to the Bill Bunkley Show. Honored to have you with us today. Hey, Bill. How's it going? Thanks for having me. Hey, I'm just uh, kind of hanging in, a little energy drain today, but uh, the Lord is good, and I'm here to foster a good conversation. Oh, praise the Lord. Thanks for having me. Yes, sir. Uh, yeah, I guess what I wanted to say is I'm, I'm kind of more libertarian-minded. Yes, sir. So I'm, I'm not feeling the burn necessarily. Um, but to Bernie's credit, I do want to say that, you know, at least he's talking about what I consider to be uh, the biggest issue of our generation, which is income inequality. Yes, sir. And I think this is what the previous caller was kind of hinting at, and I just wanted to expound on it and say that absolutely, I think income inequality is the biggest problem. Uh, as much as the media tries to hit us against each other and say, oh, the left and the right are more divergent than ever and all these things, you know, I really... I think we all want the same thing. I don't think that it's a left versus right problem. I think it's a top versus bottom problem. You know, we have a diminished middle class, and uh, we have a lot of struggling Americans trying to get by. And I think there's just too much power in Washington. I, I think the government's become something that it was never intended to be. Well, here's a couple of things to think about. Number one, when we talk about the socialism and the income equality, and uh, th- there are certain uh, truths to that. But uh, look, bipartisan, we got a $22 trillion deficit. Now, I got to tell you, I'm a guy that, other than my years here, or 12 years, I've been in real estate mortgages all my life. I mean, self employed. So I have paid my uh, taxes double. When you own businesses, which I have most of my life, and even now with the Florida Ethics Religious Liberty Commission, we have to cover both sides. Uh, look, I've paid in, paid in, paid in, and I'm not retired yet. I plan to wait until the very end if the Lord keeps me healthy. But I have to live with the fact that I might not have all of what I am due. So we've got that a problem. We've really aborted so many of our citizens that we have this diminished middle class and we've got to bring folks in to do things that our folks just won't be able to do. So there's a lot of things that uh, certainly are a bipartisan, uh, you know, uh, train wreck. But um, when you look at the fact, and, and I tell you, I don't have the answers because you go to a $15 minimum wage, you want, you know, that's supposed to be an entry wage. And then you read about the fact that Walmart's going to start having robots going up and down the aisle. You're going to go to fast food, and people are going to lose their jobs because they're going to be automated. So I'm not so sure that forcing the, the wages is going to accomplish in the end result what those uh, you know on the left want to accomplish. I could be wrong, but uh, comment about that, Morgan. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm in agreement with you there. I, I don't believe that increasing minimum wage does much other than just uh, create more inflation, but you know, speaking of inflation, I, I feel like the core problem is just government spending. You know, we, we're creating this oh, yeah. deficit because we have easy monetary policy. We create money out of thin air, and, and it's kind of intrinsic to the system that we've created for ourselves. So I feel like until we decide to curtail our spending and to really rein it in, that we're just going to continue to have this problem. 
Well, and I just want to just remind folks that uh, I have been barking since I've been back uh, from December 17th. You know, I'm a conservative. I'm a social conservative. Uh, I'm right wing. Don't want to deny it. But I certainly have been outspoken of the fact that I don't know of many other media outlets or any other individuals. There's a few that have been talking about this runaway deficit like I've been talking about and the fact that the next the next big quote-unquote bipartisan agreement is going to be for our crumbling infrastructure. And let me ask you a question. When we start fixing roads, bridges, pipes, etc., cetera, uh, are we going to pay as we go or are we going to borrow? answer is we're going to borrow, which means a higher a deficit. And you get that deficit up so high, boy, another 10, 5, 10 years, when I'm looking for my little bit to help me with my retirement, it's all going to go to interest to the country. But, Morgan, I'll let you comment on that and uh, let you have the last comment. want to get to Adrian down in uh, Palm Harbor. Yeah, I mean, I, I think that uh, the government debt is, is not a problem in and of itself because the money that we spend on in interest is kind of like paid to ourselves. So it's, it's not something that becomes unsustainable, as a lot of people might think. Uh, however, it is kind of indicative of, of just radical spending and government inefficiency. I think the more that we tend to let the bureaucrats control, uh, the less output you'll get for a given amount of economic activity. So uh, I kind of agree in one point, but maybe not in the other. That's cool. But, Morgan, I always appreciate your input, and you know that uh, contrary opinions are always welcome here. And, Morgan, I hear you're driving. Just be safe as you get home, okay? Always, always. Thank you so much. God bless. God bless you. 877-943-9673. And as much as uh, I am uh, not in the left socialist camp, you know that as a, as a right winger, uh, I want to know where the deficit hawks are on the right. Where are the individuals usually in Congress that are barking and barking about the fact that it's runaway spending? You don't really hear them much. 877-943-9673. Let's go to Palm Harbor. Uh, Adrian is with us, and he has a counter-opinion. Adrian, we are happy to have you with us today. Thanks, Bill. Uh, appreciate it. Appreciate you having me on. So a um, couple points. Um, hearing what the last few callers said and hearing the counterpoints, you know, I can see I can see where everybody is working. Um, the thing about it is, is that I think, uh, you know, to the last caller's point, I think we all want a lot of the same things. And I think the American people are smart enough to to know what's what's really going on here. But the problem also is that you know Washington is also not serving what the American people want. I mean, 70 percent of the country supports Medicare for all. A little under 60, a little under 60 percent supports free four-year college. And the same thing with ending the, the wars in Afghanistan, Iraq, and Syria, because we're spending trillions and trillions of dollars over there. And what kind of outcomes are we getting? So that's one point. And then the second point about the whole Medicare for all system is that, you know, we pride ourselves on being smart when it comes to business and our capitalistic nature and everything. So we are the only country in the developed world that doesn't have a, a single payer health care system. The other and the other rest of the countries from countless studies provide better outcomes when it comes to health care and cheaper costs overall than what we're paying right now. So if you look at it from a business standpoint, why would we not embrace that type of system when we're going to have better outcomes and it's going to be cheaper overall? You know, that's, that, it just makes perfect sense. And I think that's why the American people support it, 
70% of Americans support it, and over 53% of Republicans support it, too. It's just that I don't think the politicians in Washington are really listening to that because I think they all have this neoconservative, neoliberal mm-hmm, type mm-hmm. of narrative. Yeah. Well, overall. Wh- how about this, Adrian? That is, I think that um, I think the big problem is, or a big problem is, we talk more about the, out- the, the outcome than we talk about how to get there. What I'm saying is this. Okay, we want to have free Medicare at home. We want to have free this, free that, free education. Okay, I get all that. But that's not the right That's not the right entry question. The entry question is, tell me where are we going to get the money? Tell me where are the cuts? We're gonna do, if we're going to pay as we go, which we should be doing, and if we're going to borrow, the question is, the reason why I don't think we get anywhere is, Nobody in Washington, left or right, is really serious about getting down in the weeds and figuring out how you pay for this first before you deliver whatever benefit that you're talking about. And it's great to talk about all of these um, sort of, well, just my side of it is utopian. Um, but I got to tell you, I don't think we're ever going to get there because now we got $22 trillion worth of deficit. We've already gone through a wad of cash, and I'm not in the camp that just thinks that we can keep, you know, borrowing and borrowing and loading it up. What are your thoughts about that, about bringing revenue sources before we talk about giving anything away? Well, sure, sure. I think I think those things also need to be addressed. So here's I, – I had it all planned out, actually, but I, I don't have that in front of me because I'm driving, unfortunately. So right now we spend more on the military than the next five, six countries combined. We cut our military – spending by half we're spending more than any other country in the free world just on that alone we can pay for medicare for all at least come close to it to every single year so with that uh, th- that's just medicare for all right there or if you don't want to do that right there we can pay for free pu- public university just on that cut alone so if you cut that right there you end all the wars which cost you more taxpayer m- money you can fund both free college and medicare for all just on just on the military spending and ending the wars right right then and there. Then you also take, if you tax, um, if you put a marginal tax rate, I believe, and like I said, I had this in front of me, if you, be, if you put a marginal tax rate on the top 1% earners above $10 million for at about 50 to, 55 to 60%, $10 then you at least gain more revenue streams off of that. So it's not 30 seconds got a hard overnight. 30 seconds got a hard break. Go ahead. Gotcha. So what I'm basically saying is that the money is there. We just, like you said, have to get down into the weeds and make those cuts because a lot of the wars and everything that's going on is unnecessary spending. We don't need to do that, and a lot of the majority of Americans don't support it and are tired of just being in endless wars. And the military-industrial complex is just going to keep us spending more of our tax dollars, and and it's going to go to wasteful spending. We have the money. We just need to get in the weeds and start making those cuts. Right. and provide what the, the majority of American people want in the first place. All right. Well presented. Adrian, thanks for being with us. Got to take a hard break, and uh, I know we'll be talking again. Thanks so much for being on our show and being part of our family. Have a good day, my friend. You too. God Ad- bless. Adrian in Palm Harbor. Um, the quick exit question, not fair to Adrian, but I would ask, okay, to build proper development in our young people, what should they be working for? What should they earn? What should not be given to them? Because if you listen, you add it all up, it's like 
Nobody's earning anything. It's coming from somewhere else. Just a thought. 877-943-9673. We'll head on down to Venice. Beautiful Venice. Beautiful architecture. We got John standing by to weigh in on socialism versus capitalism and entrepreneurism. I'm Bill Bunkley. I'll be right back. The Cal Thomas Commentary is brought to you by Values Through Media. Now here's syndicated columnist Cal Thomas. Socialist Senator Bernie Sanders is in for next year's Democratic presidential nomination. Sanders, who is 77 years old, is instantly the number two in the expanding field. Number one is Joe Biden, who's 76. Call it the Jurassic Party. Recall that Bernie and his wife honeymooned in the Soviet Union, which tells you all you need to know. The Democrat Party has lurched so far to the left that it's giving platforms to Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez and Representative Ilhan Omar. Omar is a Muslim who made incendiary comments about Jews, then apologized, and then was criticized by Nation of Islam leader Louis Farrakhan for apologizing. These leftists don't think you're paying enough in taxes and want government to completely take over health care, which means they will eventually decide who gets to live and whose life is no longer worth living. They've established the precedent with abortion and infanticide. Euthanasia is the obvious next step. We are just one election away from becoming a socialist nation. I'm Cal Thomas. For a free copy of today's commentary, visit calthomas.com or write us at Values Through Media, P.O. Box 373340, Key Largo, Florida, 33037. That's P.O. Box 373340, Key Largo, Florida, 33037. Please specify the date and subject. Your tax-deductible gifts to Values Through Media help support us. Listen again next time for the Cal Thomas Commentary. The following is not an actor, but a real-life story from Trinity Debt Management. My story begins with debt, a lot of debt, credit card debt, and I heard a commercial for Trinity. I gave them a call. If you're in debt and you need help, call Trinity at 1-800-990-6976. When I first called, I was a little embarrassed and kind of ashamed, and I looked at the numbers, and I saw how quickly that astronomical debt that was in my life would go away. Trinity will consolidate your accounts into one easy-to-manage monthly payment, reduce your interest, and possibly improve your credit score. You'll save thousands. What I would tell other people, please pick up the phone and call Trinity. Just let them put together a program and see how affordable and easy it is to pay off your debt. Call Trinity at 1-800-990-6976. That's 1-800-990-6976. Sacrifice. When you have children, sacrifice just comes with the territory. You sacrifice a new club for a new baseball glove. You sacrifice a weekend getaway for a church missions trip. You sacrifice because you love your child and you want them to have every advantage. Let us help you lessen the sacrifice it takes to send your son or daughter to the finest Christian schools in Tampa Bay. By half, that's right. When you go to ChristianTuitions.com, you'll find half-off tuition for some of our community's most reputable faith-based schools, ranging from preschool all the way to Bible college. And you won't have to sacrifice hours in the car either. Our partner schools are located throughout the Bay Area. Chances are, there's one near you. You want the best for your child. You're willing to sacrifice. And here at Faith Talk, AM 570 and 910, we're ready to help with half-price tuition to faith-based schools. Explore your options today at ChristianTuitions.com. That's ChristianTuitions.com. 
weekday mornings at 6. Join Pastor Steve Kreloff for Verse by Verse. Outbursts of anger, jealousy, drunkenness, they will ruin your life. They will ruin your marriage. They will ruin your family's existence. That's all the flesh wants to do. Listen to Verse by Verse with Pastor Steve Kreloff, weekday mornings at 6 on Faith Talk 570 WTBN, online at letstalkfaith.com. Hey, we're back. Bill Bunkley here, The Bill Bunkley Show. Great conversation this afternoon about uh, socialism and uh, entrepreneurism and capitalism. Going to be part of the theme of the next presidential election. Hey, real quick, I want to remind you, two of my favorite colleagues, Dennis Prager and Mike Gallagher, they're going to be heading to Israel on December 2nd through 11th. And, you know, I'm sidelined this year, or I'd like to take each and every one of you with me and uh, really give you a great experience about, well, the land where it all began. I'll tell you what, they've got their tour, and it's going to be pulling out, and it's going to be at the three, four, and five-star deluxe hotel accommodations. You're going to have a chance to uh, be in Tel Aviv, all around the Galilee region, Jerusalem, down in the Dead Sea, and uh, it's available for you. And this is a nationwide trip. It is the Stand with Israel Tour. If you'd like to find out more, go to StandWithIsraelTour.com. That's StandWithIsraelTour.com, or call 800 247 1899. That's 800 1899. Let's go. Phone lines are open. 877-943-9673. Discussion of uh, socialism and uh, uh, capitalism, entrepreneurism. Let's go to John in Venice. Beautiful Venice. John, glad to get you on the program this afternoon. Thanks for having me. What are your thoughts about uh, the direction this country should go in? Well, this is uh, the I'm not a regular listener of your program, but I just uh, turned on AM today and uh, thought I would call in. Well, I hope you become uh, one. I, How's that? I hope you become a friend well, or I a foe, so. but a respectful one. <laughs> uh, but I hear a lot of people, you know, complaining uh, in the past half hour that I've been listening. Yes, sir. About uh, health care and education. Uh, and for, you know. The socialist Bernie Sanders and his crew, and uh, they want free education. But if you ask them, why do you want a free education if everybody's going to be the same? In other words, if you have socialism, then everybody's going to be the same. There ain't going to be any low class. There ain't going to be any poor. There ain't going to be any middle class. So if everybody's going to be the same, why do you need an education? Why do you even need to work if they're going to pay people that don't want to work? That's one thing I can't understand. And the other thing is with the health care, everybody's making such a big deal about people can't afford health care. But 85% of the country is covered with private health care, or they work for the government, or they're in the military, or they work for a big corporation like a hospital or like Amazon or like, uh, you know, some uh, other big corporations like United Aircraft and places like that where all have fantastic benefits. They want to end that so that everybody can be on a program where – Everybody gets the same. 
and nobody gets any other benefits. How about the military? In other words, they're only talking about 10% of those people or maybe 15% at the most, and those people are already on Medicare for all. It shouldn't be Medicare for all. It should be Medicare for all who can't afford it. In other words, that's all The truly needy. The truly needy, I think, is what you're saying, right? They got Medicaid. Mm -hmm. They got Medicaid for people that can't afford insurance. If you can't afford insurance, then you have to be able to fill out a paper stating your assets and liabilities and prove that you can't afford it. And if you can't afford it, all your you're on Medicaid and everything is free. There is a set you are absolutely right, John. There is a safety net in America. It certainly isn't a Cadillac medical plan. You and I would not even begin to attest that, but when you look at the safety net that we have here, uh, and compare that to most other countries. There's always two or three countries, four countries that are always quoted by having a socialized medicine. Probably the best one that comes close to that with doing it anywhere near the way it should be done is probably Israel. But I'm just saying that there's a safety net here. Uh, and, in fact, you hear me talk about it with Fernando Suspedes that for some folks, as we're trying to get them matched up with the right Medicare program, some of those will allow that to be matched up with Medicaid to get them covered. So, there are ways to blend it together. we got to get out of here in a minute, but, John, I'll give you the last 30 seconds or so. Well, that's basically what I wanted to talk about when I heard them complaining about, you know, medic about health care. Uh, really quick, I know a person that is in one of these countries, and he's a, a high earner, and when, when they go to one of these clinics for free health care, the doctor will say, oh, your hip really hurts. What is the scale of your pain, 1 to 10? And the guy says, 10. He says, well, it's going to take about a year to get you an appointment for a new hip. But if you come to my other office, which is in the next county, I can do that for you next week for $20,000 cash. So that's what it's like. It's even worse in these other countries that are supposedly supposed to be socialistic free health care the corruption there is worse than it is here very good point hey john i hope you will listen in again even though you caught us by accident and be a part of our afternoon conversation and i invite you to uh, share your opinions often all right going to take a big time out here for just a couple of minutes bonnie if you want to hang on we'll take your call top of the five o'clock hour right now we're going to be signing off from our answer stations if you'd like to follow the bill bunkley show make sure you're listening on am 570 or AM 910 in Plant City, or FM 102.1 in Lakeland. And uh, we'll uh, continue this discussion, plus talk about allowing guns on a church campus. It also has a school. That bill passed its first committee. More of the Bill Bunkley Show coming up in a moment. Don't go away. I'll be right back. For my mind, we're holding no peace. Imagine doing one thing that gives you an entirely different perspective about your place in the world. Think it would be worth it? Hi, it's Mike Gallagher, inviting you to join me for a 10-day Stand with Israel tour through the land of Israel in December of 2019. Come with me to get first-hand insight into Israel's fascinating past and promising future. We'll learn about the geopolitical, economic, and spiritual dynamics of one of the most fascinating places on earth. And you'll share experiences that will change how you view the world, walk the ancient temple steps, touch the West 
Eastern Wall, sail on the Sea of Galilee, pray on the Mount of Beatitudes. The list goes on. Return home inspired, renewed, and empowered. If you've ever dreamed of seeing Israel, this is your chance. Join me for a life-changing adventure to give you a renewed sense of purpose. The 10-Day Stand with Israel Tour, December 2019. Join Mike Gallagher for the Stand with Israel Tour. Call to book 800-247-1899 or click Stand with Israel at letstalkfaith.com. Faith Talk 570 WTBN Pinellas Park. Online at letstalkfaith.com. A service of the Salem Media Group. Use this hour from townhall.com. I'm John Scott. I love it. It's absolutely beautiful. Um, all the pictures kind of show in the summertime, so I think it's really nice just to see all the white powdery snow everywhere. Canadian tourist Riley Maxwell visiting the nation's capital. The stormer winter weather is covering more than half the country. Snow forced Minneapolis and St. Paul schools and other schools in Minnesota and Wisconsin to cancel classes. The most flight cancellations because of the snow are at airports in Washington, D.C. Sean McCarty from Kansas City looked out at the snow at Reagan National Airport and wondered why. We certainly wouldn't shut down because in Kansas City it would still be business as usual, but... um Yeah, it's interesting to see how different cities handle things. Canadian tourist Riley Maxwell feels the D.C. snow is just the right amount. All the pictures kind of show in the summertime, so I think it's really nice just to see all the white powdery snow everywhere. The snowfall here resulted in a day off for government workers. Ed Donahue, Washington. Also on townhall.com, President Trump dismissing broadcast remarks by fired former FBI Director Andrew McCabe whose 60 Minutes interview last Sunday suggested that the president's firing of James Comey may have been a crime. He was terminated, not by me, he was terminated by others. Uh, The IG report was a disaster, a disaster from his standpoint. Anybody reading the IG report would say, how could a man like this be involved with the FBI? The president speaking this afternoon at the White House. McCabe has denied the allegations. President Vladimir Putin says Russia wants friendly relations with the United States and remains open for arms control talks with Washington. Putin, speaking in Wednesday's State of the Nation address, says, We don't want confrontation, particularly with a global power such as the U.S. After an up-and-down session, stocks finished higher today. The Dow up 63, the Nasdaq gained 2. More on these stories at townhall.com. When it comes to your pain, many of you might be skeptical, like I was, about ordering Relief Factor. Pat Boone again for this wonderful 100% drug-free supplement designed to help your own body lower or eliminate occasional aches and pains due to aging, exercise, everyday living. I'm not skeptical any longer. The three-week quick start is now discounted to only $19.95. Why don't you let us see if we can get you out of pain, too, at relieffactor.com. Are you an unhappy timeshare owner? Getting out of your timeshare is probably at the top of your to-do list. Hi, I'm Karen, owner of Lone Star Transfer. Now that the annual maintenance fees are coming due, you probably wish you had a way to get out of that burdensome and expensive timeshare. Thankfully, we can help. Our process is done legally, ethically, and quickly. Call today for a no-obligation consultation at 833-594-0077 or visit us online at LoneStarTransfer.com. Orange County, California District Attorney Todd Spitzer says a man who is or has been arrested in Colorado on suspicion of killing a Southern California girl more than 45 years ago. This is a murder that occurred in 1973. 
It was a kidnapping, as I indicated, for both sexual acts um, and eventually resulted in an 11-year-old girl dying. 72-year-old James Neal was arrested in Colorado Springs, Colorado, in the death of 11-year-old Linda O'Keefe in Newport Beach. The arrest involved use of DNA found on the victim. An Alabama woman who left home to join the Islamic State group in Syria is not a U.S. citizen and will not be allowed to return to the United States. Secretary of State Mike Pompeo says 24-year-old Hoda Muthana does not have a U.S. passport or any legal basis to enter the country. Breaking news and analysis on townhall.com. It's getting ugly, a labor dispute between Southwest Airlines and its mechanics union. Southwest is lashing out at the union, suggesting it's purposely grounding planes in order to gain leverage in new contract talks. The carrier's chief operating officer says the Aircraft Mechanics Fraternal Association has a history of work disruptions. The union accuses the airline of scapegoating mechanics and warns conflict does not bode well for safety. Rich Thomason reporting. The Supreme Court is ruling unanimously that the Constitution's ban on excessive fines applies to the states, an outcome that could help efforts to rein in police seizure of property from criminal suspects. The ruling could also increase efforts to limit the confiscation by local law enforcement of property belonging to someone suspected of a crime. Police and prosecutors often keep the proceeds. More of these stories at townhall.com. I'm John Scott. This hour is brought to you by EDI Travel. Christ demands first place. There's no room on the throne of your heart for two gods. This is the Bill Bunkley Show on Faith Talk 570 and 910 WTBN. Our rights come from nature and God and not from government. History will record with the greatest astonishment that those who had the most to lose did the least to prevent its happening. Phone lines are open in Hillsboro, 813-287-5700 or toll-free 1-877-943-9673. As for me and my house, we've already made a decision. We are going to serve the Lord. And that's a decision that every single person here tonight has to make. You either have to decide that you're going to serve the gods of materialism all around or the true and the living God. And now, the president of the Florida Ethics and Religious Liberties Commission. Here's Bill Bunkley. And welcome back. It's Bill Bunkley here for the second hour of the Bill Bunkley Show. We are delighted that you are with us. And we've got some interesting subjects to talk about this afternoon. And uh, a lot's been going on here at our station today. We've had a very uh, a lively and I think a very beneficial conversation uh, between those who have differing opinions on socialism versus uh, capitalism. And, uh, of course, uh, uh, one of the offshoots of capitalism is uh, entrepreneurism. And uh, a lot of thoughts came to mind during that opportunity. And, of course, if uh, you have been a regular listener to the Bill Bunkley Show, you know that um, we, uh, I think, are one of the few, the few talk shows where my interest is really in letting people on both sides hear from each other because we live in a we live in a world where we have echo chambers we have uh, echo chambers on the right and of course i'm right in the front row of that echo chamber for sure and we have echo chambers on the left and sometimes if all you have to do is cruise the evening 
news issue talk shows on the various channels, you you certainly can see the different worldviews. And most of us tune into our worldview all the time, just like many of you turn in to here because I'm a Christ follower, especially in the second hour. We're talking directly to our Faith Talk listeners. And uh, you're going to hear the perspective that uh, I believe in my heart of hearts as a follower of Christ and uh, even some contrary opinions from what you heard during the first hour. So what I want to do is we are going to get to the discussion on the Tallahassee proposed piece of legislation, probably very important to this audience because it has to do with guns on church grounds, bringing a concealed weapon to church, and it specifically is uh, addressing when there is a school at a particular church property. So we'll talk about that. We're also going to be talking about uh, the president of the Southern Baptist Convention J.D. Greer weighed in on the Houston Chronicle article about sex abuse uh, among Southern Baptist churches, uh, particularly in Texas, so we'll talk about that as well. But uh, first, uh, a a couple of um, things I want to circle back to based on the first hour of discussion. And it sort of helps to lay a foundation here about this. By the way, phone lines are open. You can continue discussion at 877-877. 943-9673, that's 877-943-9673. So you get a little bit of perspective where I'm coming from, and some of you may not be familiar with some of the Christian principles, biblical principles, well, both Old Testament and New Testament. And uh, first of all, the Bible is is very clear about some level of personal responsibility. We in the Christian world, Orthodox Christians, practicing Christians, you know, we talk about a principle, a Bible verse, that you raise your children in the wisdom and the admonition of the Lord. Now, bear with me, because if you are not a an individual who has searched out for yourself, the truths that are in the Old Testament, New Testament scriptures, then you would not know what godly wisdom even is because you've never really read the various definitions of what's in that neighborhood and then the admonition part where you sort of carry it out. So when you think about the wisdom and the admonition of the Lord, if you haven't ever explored the great wisdom of the Bible, go to the Old Testament, go to the book of Proverbs. And so you're not overwhelmed. There are 31 Proverbs. I challenge you, especially if you don't know Christ, over the next 30 days, a lot of houses, a lot of homes, you have a Bible somewhere, dust it off. Doesn't really matter. You know, if you got a King James and it's not the new King James, well, you you might want to borrow one because that can get a little you know, a little dated. Uh, But read a proverb and just read one a day. Don't rush through it. Just read through, maybe make a a note or two, whether you agree with it or not, and just contemplate it for a day. Because there's a lot of wisdom that I believe, as a Christ follower, he created me. I wholeheartedly believe that he created you. And it's just like if you are a retired automaker from Detroit, 
And uh, you used to make, uh, you know, Ford Crown Vicks. You may be on the assembly line and only know a small portion, but what you know, you know better than anybody else. Well, if God created us like an assembly line worker, God knows how he formed me, how he formed you, and what works from his creation. So I want to throw something out that's sort of the basis for some of this. And remember, you can shoot the messenger, if you will. That's me. Or you can call and uh, argue the other side at 877-943-9673. But uh, very quickly, there is a gentleman who was the greatest persecutor of Christians. I mean, this guy was a madman against the early Christian church. He was a part of the ruling elite religious organization in Jerusalem. His name was Paul. He would later have, he was heading to Damascus looking to round up Christians and persecute them. And God and Jesus dealt with him halfway between Jerusalem and Damascus, blinded him, and later he gave his life to Christ. And ended up being one of the greatest Christian apologists, or as I call explainer in simple terms. Wrote a lot of letters. A lot of our wisdom are in, are in those letters. Well, Thessalonica, Thessaloniki, today on the maps there in northern Greece, was a, an early city. It was um, one of the places where Christianity took root there in, in Greece, not out down in the peninsula, but further north. And um, remember that Philippi, uh, named after Philip Macedon, is uh, where Lydia uh, lived, and that was where the first Christian church took root in Europe, later expanding to Thessalonica or Thessaloniki. Well, Paul would, uh, would be mentoring those early churches as they were learning how to know what God's principles were, how to walk in his word, and so he noticed something in Thessaloniki, and he, and he made a comment. Paul wrote a couple of letters that we know of. The second one that's part of the, the canon of the Bible, the books that were included, was the second letter to the Thessalonians. So if you want to jot it down, 2 Thessalonians 3.10 has a very interesting verse that is very key to a couple of points. Now, before I get to the point of the verse, first of all, I have a, a different worldview than maybe some of you, even those of you who are conservative. I'm a Christ follower with a Christian worldview. Whether I'm my net worth is 10,000 or my net worth is 10 million, understand that, and sometimes I'm quiet, wait for the second hour, but keep in mind that whether I'm a 10,000 net worth guy or a 5 million net guy, those are the two extremes of our one hour, first hour conversation. I don't own any of it. And none of it is mine. If I had two or three million and quote unquote, I acquired that over a lot over a lifetime, it still isn't mine. Why? Well, the Brinks truck is not going to follow me to the cemetery. When you die, you are not taking it with you. You can play the Egyptian card. You can load up your casket with all, you know, go buy a bunch of gold, throw it in there. 
just like the pharaohs did. But guess what? We're digging up de- dead pharaohs, you know what I mean? And a lot of grave robbers have yanked out their trinkets. So the point is, I have a little different worldview that I am a steward. First of all, I follow Christ. I'm dependent on him. I work as hard as I can. The key is not to overwork or to not to over excel to become rich because you, you burn up, you know, you go through two or three spouses. Your kids don't talk to you. Yeah, you got your boat, your house, your chalet in the mountains and your beach thing. But oftentimes when you run into folks like that, they have a good facade, but they'll tell you at the end or they'll, add, or they'll make a statement to themselves, was it worth it? So my point is this. Um Yes, I think people should have a great, great cushion. And if God's going to bless you with huge resources and you got that $2 million, I think he blesses you to give it away in Christian ministry. So understand that's, that's where I'm coming from. No, many of you would disagree with that. And we're okay. We're still in fellowship. But that's what the Bible has to say about wisdom in that area. So, number one, you know, I'm, and I don't mind telling you, been on disability for a long time. Our family's underwater. I don't mind telling you that for the Florida Ethics Religious Liberty Commission, I've got to do a lot of fundraising. I've got to do some home meetings. i got stuff to do. We're behind, but that's okay. God knows I'm behind. God knows where we're at. It's his ministry. It's his calling, and we'll get there. So I don't fret whether, yeah, I'd like to have some cushion. Yeah, I'd like to have extra money in the bank when the car breaks down. All of that is true, but it isn't It isn't a burning goal. And I don't think if my interpretation, if once you really get deeper in the Christian walk, you know, letting that stuff bug you, um, well, it just it, it's, it's just not the priority. Now, here's the one that's going to frost some of you. And here is why when you look at the socialism side of things and what that teaches in the undercurrents is, um, is why I'm just not in that camp or that worldview. Second Thessalonians toward the back of the new Testament. There's a lot of little books. They're actually letters, but if you were to go to chapter three and then go a little further to the sub paragraph, which we call verses, which is verse 10. 2 Thessalonians 3.10. The New International Version, and I'm just picking, uh, uh, I'll, I'll tell you what, I'll use the, um, uh, this will really frost you. This is the English Standard Version Interpretation. 2 Thessalonians 3.10. Apostle Paul is writing to the folks there at that church, for even when we were with you, so that tells you this is after the, Apostle Paul had actually traveled to this part of Greece, had taught them in their cities the Christian principles that Jesus was laying out and what God laid out already in the Old Testament. He says, for even when we were with you, we would give you this command, which means, you know what? I love you enough to tell you this face to face. If anyone is not willing to work, let them not eat. Now, I want to tell you, that's that's a harsh statement to some. 
And I want to tell you that I am absolutely clear in my mind that the Apostle Paul was not intending that statement to be for anyone who truly had uh, physical limitations and couldn't eat. It wasn't for a uh, for, for widows and orphans that that needed community assistance from other aspects of the church family. But when you hear about, and let me just set aside uh, medicine, universal health care medicine, set that aside because that's that's takes a lot of twists and turns because of, of the health issue. But look at all the other areas, all the other areas, work, education, the whole nine yards. Understand that I'm in the camp that I don't believe that healthy individuals who can work, who can contribute, who can be a part of a productive society, they need to do that. They do not need to receive any kind of assistance or the handouts. Now, Unless you misunderstand me, which please don't do this, there are certainly scholarships. There's ways to help low-income people, help them uh, look at what we did uh, to uh, for many, many years through the civil rights movement and uh, things that were done to level the playing field to some degree for African Americans. But I want to tell you that when you hear me sometimes silent and we're having these discussions, I just want to say that I believe... And by the way, the Bible talks about laziness, slothfulness, not getting out of bed in the morning to go. And, of course, in those times, it was agriculture, go out in the fields and work the fields. Because if you don't get up and plant the seed, work the fields, guess what? In the fall, you're not going to have a harvest. You've got to do the work. Well, principles are principles, and I believe you have to do the work. And that's why we, as Christ followers... Adhere to the fact that, hey, everybody's got to work who has an ability to work. Why? Because it is good in your personal instruction. It's good in your personal development. It's rounding your character out. Rather than to have, and I understand, have a big chip on your shoulder because rich people are getting richer and they're not sharing what they have and they ought to help you out. I get all that. But to me, that is... The devil's deception. While some of those elements are true, how we process things on the inside is just like if you're mad at somebody, you've been mad at somebody for years. They may not even know that you that, that they offended you, but yet every time you see them, it just rises up. Now, who's, who's paying the price for that? They aren't. You are. So I want to leave you with this. Take a break. That uh, your perspective. And what the Bible says, the Bible oftentimes tells us how we take care of ourselves and we're not responsible for everybody else. And when you start getting some of those perspectives and sanctification is the lifetime of preparation, I'm still being sanctified. I'm going to learn to the day God calls me home. And all this is in preparation for eternity. So a little bit of follow-up from the first hour. When I come back, what do you think about people who are qualified to carry concealed weapons and who worship with you on Sundays 
Well, the question is, what do you think about them being armed at church? And what about when you have a school on your property? There's a bill in Tallahassee that passed yesterday, the Senate Judiciary Committee. That's the next topic on the Bill Bunkley Show, 877-943-9673. You can weigh in on that topic or others as well. I'm Bill Bunkley, the Bill Bunkley Show. I'll be right back. I'm still here missing you today It isn't easy to say goodbye This story is called The Ugly Truth About Timeshare. If you think you've done your family a favor by buying a timeshare, you need my help. Hello, I'm Chuck McDowell, CEO and founder of Wesley Financial Group. Ten years ago, I started helping folks cancel their timeshare contracts and in the process started what's now called the timeshare cancellation industry. Timeshare is the only thing that you can buy that you can't tell me how much it's going to cost or when it's going to end. When you buy a timeshare, you give them a blank check to fill out any amount they want for annual maintenance and assessment fees. Sound crazy? The crazy thing is this never ends. Even when you die, your family's now going to be stuck with this burden. Stop the insanity today. Call my office now. I guarantee if we can't cancel your timeshare contract, you'll pay nothing. Call for your free information kit, 800-290-7100. That's 800-290-7100, 800-290-7100. Whether you're taking care of clients, kids, a husband, or all of the above, sometimes you just need a night to care for yourself. Faith Talk presents Ladies' Night Out, Thursday, March 14th at Bell Shoals Baptist, featuring Christian comedian and speaker Amberly Neese. I was voted most spirited at my high school. I was also voted most likely to shave my head and stand in an airport and pass out daisies. Food trucks will be on hand early. You'll enjoy dessert, photo booth, and shopping at our Ladies' Night Expo. And most of all, encouragement and laughter with Amberly Neese. I'll be in the middle of worship. God is so good. Like this, except cheerleaders. Mm-mm-mm. Don't miss Faith Talks Ladies Night Out with Amberly Nice. Thursday, March 14th at Bell Shoals Baptist Church in Brandon. Last year's event sold out fast, so get your tickets today. Five dollars when you sign up for the Faith Talk Fan Club. Details at letstalkfaith.com. You're an author writing a Christian book, so you may know this cheery little fact. Old-fashioned publishers reject thousands of manuscripts each year. You know your book is fabulous, but hey, if it's not what a publisher needs, eh, all you need is your book in print. You want it on Amazon. You want to spread the word the way you've written it, so do it. Forget old-fashioned publishing. Publish yourself with 21st Century Christian Publishing at Zulon Press. Fast and affordable, Zulon Press gives you the power to put your Christian book on the market the way you want it. Zulon Press knows your mission because they have the same mission. Publish your book, see it on Amazon, be a published author with Zulon Press. Learn more with your free guide to Christian publishing. Visit ChristianPublishing.com. Get your book hot off the press. Zulon Press. Find your free publishing guide at ChristianPublishing.com. Zulon Press is a division of Salem Communications, the same great people who bring you this nifty radio station. Hey, Florida, have you recently heard this? Or this? Then you need to hear this. Autoglass America. They're the best in the biz. Just one call, and they'll come and quickly fix your windshield for free. And guess what? They'll buy back your old windshield for cash on the spot. They offer a lifetime warranty. So when you hear this... 
Call Auto Glass America at 813-96-GLASS. Full coverage insurance required. Auto Glass America. You are Yes, you are love. Bill Bunkley on the Bill Bunkley Show this afternoon. Phone lines are open just for you, 877-943-9673. Here we got some uh, a traffic update for you. Apparently, um, we have a crash in Brandon, courtesy of the report from WFLA. It on your side. Uh, a portion of Bloomingdale Avenue is closed. According to the Hillsborough County Sheriff's Office, the road is closed eastbound from Kings Avenue to John Moore Road. Now, I've been out there in rush hour, so you definitely want to avoid that area. And again, if you're in Brandon, uh, the road, uh, uh, Bloomingdale Avenue is closed eastbound from Kings Avenue to John Moore Road. Uh, The sheriff is asking motorists to avoid the area during the evening commute. We don't know if anybody's injured or that aspect of, uh, of the issue. 877-943-9673. 877-943-9673. Take another caller before we talk about uh, arming on campuses. Let's go to Teresa in Tampa. Teresa, thanks for being on the Bill Bunkley Show. Honored to have you with us. Thank you, and thank you for putting me on quickly. Um, I just, you know, you talk about laziness and slothiness with people. I am a smoker, and I ride the bus. Um, and people will come up to me, and they'll see me smoking a cigarette. And they will ask me, can I buy a cigarette? I'm like, no, I don't sell cigarettes. Um, can you give me a cigarette? I said, no, I, I don't give cigarettes away. It's just not right. Well, the other morning, I'm sitting there. It's 6 o'clock in the morning, and a gentleman, <laughs> a guy came up to me. He looked at me. He's two feet from me. I'm sitting on the bench. He walks up. He says, hey, got another cigarette? I'm like, no. And he turned around, and he looked at me again. He said, can I have your short, which means can I have your butt? I'm like, no, I'm not going to give you anything. So he walked away from me. They talk about cigarette butt, just to make sure we know what we're talking about here. He was, yes. Yeah, okay. Uh, yes. No, I'm, I'm just, yes. I had to even think for a minute, and then I got it, so I thought, you know, <laughs> even with my chemo well, brain, if I well, didn't quite get it, I want to make sure our audience got it, because I, I, we were taking well what you're saying. Go ahead. Well, actually, okay, so then he goes to – to the Circle K and comes back and just then my bus was coming by and he's looking at me, he goes, you know, you couldn't give me a piece? That's what he's, That's another word I learned. You couldn't give me a piece of your cigarette? I'm like, no. I said, why don't you go buy your own? And he just started mumbling. It's like, why do they look at me and think I'm going to hand them cigarettes? What, what because he never buys cigarettes, probably. No, but it, you know, they think I'm supposed to give that to them because they asked for it and they need the nicotine. Mm-hmm. It's like, no, it's no, go work for it. I work hard all day long and I work for my money to buy my cigarettes. Go buy your own. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But, they, but they expect me to give it to them. Yeah. I tell you it's uh, and I, but let me just tell you, I don't mind. And in fact, my philosophy is though I'm out of them. You know, if you have the means go buy yourself, uh, you know, 10, 15, Five dollar uh, McDonald's. I mean, McDonald's not the most nutritional thing, but when you're out and about and somebody needs something and you can tell they're homeless, you know, 
give them a give them a gift card for food, you know, uh, where they can't buy alcohol or other stuff that, that you're talking about. And, and so that just allows you to maybe give a little hand up. But I also want to tell you, look, my, my daddy was a, a three to four pack Pall Mall cigarette smoker all growing up. My mother kind of, you know, back then it was fashionable. So I don't think she ever inhaled, but she always was trying to ride along. So believe me, I, I'm I'm very um, I want to be helpful for folks who don't want to uh, have cigarettes, but I'm very understanding of those who are in that deal. So just to tell you that uh, there's no uh, animosity because you smoke on, on this program. And uh, but but you're making a great point because you just get out and about and uh, everybody's bumming stuff off everybody else. And, of course, those on the left would say, well, it's because they don't make any money. Well, sometimes it's just people who are kind of pre-programmed who could work that don't work. But I'll give you the last word. That's, well, no, that's good um, because, as I said, I ride the bus, so I know on the 1st and the 15th I'm going to see these people. They're going to come at me, and last night was a full moon, so it's like, yeah, it was, oh, it was yeah. all totally crazy. Yeah. Well, i gotta, I got to tell you, when I do, uh, so oftentimes I've asked, I'm asked to do police ride-alongs, you know, where they take the civic folks and media people out. Mm-hmm. I always want to go out on Friday night when it's a full moon. Because that's always, oh. <laughs> that's always. All right, you need therapy. Yeah, that, that's where you're all. Yeah, yeah. Well, if you're going to understand the other side and how people are living and what's happening on the, you know, after nine o'clock when the when the sun goes down on Friday night, it's a full moon. That that's your best opportunity to take things in. So, but anyway, hey, thanks so much, uh, Therese, for being with us, and uh, thanks for sharing that with us. All right, God bless them. God bless you. Let's take a break. Eight seven seven nine four three nine six seven three. I don't know if the captain has breaking news, but either way, we'll talk about churches coming up in a moment and what you think about uh, your fellow parishioners packing who are authorized. And uh, what if your church also has a school on the property? We'll tell you what that issue is next to Bill Bunkley show. I'll be right back. the latest from SRN News. With SRN News, I'm Val Dior. House Democrats plan to file a resolution Friday aimed at blocking President Trump's declaration of an emergency at the southwest border. That could set up a vote by the full House by mid-March, if not sooner, passage by the Democratic-run House. Seems likely the measure would then move to the Republican-controlled Senate where there may be enough GOP defections for approval, but Trump has promised to veto the measure. The Chicago Police Department is now officially declaring actor Jesse Smollett a suspect for filing that false police report for claiming he was attacked by two white Trump supporters in Chicago last month. Meanwhile, Fox says the Empire actor continues to be a consummate professional on set and has reiterated that he's not being written out of the show, following reports that Smollett's role on the show was being slashed. On Wall Street, the Dow closing up 63 to 25,954. NASDAQ up 2. S&P closed up 5. This is SRN News. The opioid crisis is destroying our families. 
How can the faith community be part of a solution? Join the discussion at a free event, The Opioid Crisis in Our Community, and how the faith community can get involved. Thursday morning, 8 a.m. at Anoni United Methodist Church in Largo. Organized by Focus, a collaborative planning team of religious professionals and social service providers committed to working throughout Pinellas County on behalf of children and families. Register today at jwbpinellas.org slash calendar. There's a woman at our church named Kate. She came up to me one day and she said, I came to this church because I heard how much this church loves Max. Diagnosed with autism, Emily Colson's son Max has made an impact on their church as she relates on Focus on the Family Minute. And she said she thought to herself, I think if that church can love Max, then I think that church can love me. Our pastor said about Max being in the church, we gave up perfect and we got something better. And that something better is that lived out faith that begins to ripple out into the community. And it's what people are hungry for. More from Emily today at FamilyMinute.org. Sacrifice. When you have children, sacrifice just comes with the territory. You sacrifice a new club for a new baseball glove. You sacrifice a weekend getaway for a church missions trip. You sacrifice because you love your child and you want them to have every advantage. Let us help you lessen the sacrifice it takes to send your son or daughter to the finest Christian schools in Tampa Bay by half. That's right. When you go to ChristianTuitions.com, you'll find half-off tuition for some of our community's most reputable faith-based schools, ranging from preschool all the way to Bible college. And you won't have to sacrifice hours in the car either. Our partner schools are located throughout the Bay Area. Chances are, there's one near you. You want the best for your child. You're willing to sacrifice. And here at Faith Talk, AM 570 and 910, we're ready to help with half-price tuition to faith-based schools. Explore your options today at ChristianTuitions.com. That's ChristianTuitions.com. Bible Line with Pastor Ralph Yankee Arnold. They don't know the Son. They don't know the truth of the gospel, how to be saved. They don't know God loves them. So God manifested it to us. But where does it say in the Bible that God hath commanded the light to shine out of darkness? Bible Line, weekday mornings at 10 on Faith Talk 570 WTBN, online at letstalkfaith.com. When is the best time to talk to your family about staying in touch during a disaster? When floodwaters reach your door? When wildfires are engulfing the edge of your neighborhood? an earthquake is destroying buildings or is the best time perhaps today during a disaster you may not be able to stay in touch with your family or friends as easily as you think go to ready.gov communicate and make your emergency plan today don't wait communicate brought to you by fema and the ad council and i will lift my I will find my history in the shadow of your wings. Your love reaches to the heavens. 
judges to the skies. Bill Bunkley, we're back. Think about that. Your faithfulness stretches across the skies. How many times have people let you down? How many times has a Christian brother or sister let you down? And how many times have we let others down? But you know what? Now, you can't do this because many of you are driving this afternoon, but I just sit here and close my eyes, and this is what we call bumper music in between segments. And, and I just close my eyes, and I think about the person who will never let me down, who has never let me down, never will let me down, may feel like I'm let down, but I never am, and he won't let you down either. 877-943-9673. 877-943-9673. Hey, a couple of things. Reminders, uh, you just heard about our ladies' night out. I hope you are getting your reservations in. I heard this morning that we are filling up. We are ahead of where we were last year this time, and we sold out, which means we're going to sell out e- e- uh, earlier. So on the 14th day of March, that is a Thursday afternoon, your presence, ladies, is respected uh, is is um, requested at Bell Shoals Baptist Church at 5 o'clock in the afternoon. We're lining up food trucks to be in the parking lot, so you can come right on out and get something to eat if you want, uh, you know, like a, well, a full regular meal. However, our expo opens up at 5 o'clock as well. You can come on inside to the expo area, and as you're looking at many different booths of uh, some fine uh, opportunities for you to participate, some shops, some other ministries, uh, well, you can also register at each booth for a door prize. And that's not the only door prize because later that evening, courtesy of Travel Cats, we're giving away a cruise for two compliments of Ladies Night Out. And so we'll have light hors d'oeuvres at 5 o'clock. We want to come in and eat some hors d'oeuvres by the fine catering staff at Bell Shoals Baptist Church. And, boy, they know how to do it upright. And then we'll go in. Amberly Neese, who was with us two years ago, just had me in stitches. She's going to be our female Christian comedian with some very targeted um, Christian situations that women find themselves in. You will be busting a gut. So you want to go to our website, letstalkfaith.com, and you want to bring some of your lady friends with you. Load the car up. Tell the pastor to give you the keys to the church van. Come on out and go to Bell Shoals Baptist Church and bring your crew going to have a good time and oh by the way when it's all over we'll leave the fellowship hall amberly niece and we'll go back into the expo area and wait till you see the spread of desserts that the bell shows baptist catering staff will do go right now to our website let's talk faith.com that's thursday march 14th starting at five o'clock we want to see you there also quick reminder you heard about our half price tuitions are in full swing If uh, you want to make sure that you're doing the very best for your son or daughter, grandson, granddaughter, niece or nephew, or maybe just a friend, what worldview are your kids being taught in whatever school they're in right now? Maybe it's time for a Christian worldview, time for a Christian school. And if you'd like to find out more, we will introduce you to some fine Christian schools in our area. And as you allow us to introduce you to them and set up that initial appointment, if that is the school that God opens up for you, guess what? You're going to save thousands of dollars because you're only going to pay 50% of the tuition for the first year. The other 50% goes away. Find out more about how you can contact us, and we can set you up with some fine schools. 
Get your kids in a quality Christian education environment by going to ChristianTuitions.com. That's ChristianTuitions.com. Well, we've got a bill that uh, is uh, has been heard in the Florida legislature, and it's one that I want to talk about this afternoon. Um, if you are following me, and if not, I'll tell you how you can accomplish that. Um, if, you're join- if you're joining us for the first time today, I am president of the Florida Ethics and Religious Liberty Commission. And with that, I have been uh, in Tallahassee representing the Florida Baptist Convention, which is the Southern Baptist Convention, and others uh, for over two decades. And uh, in that process, I monitor what's happening there in the legislature. And uh, the committee meetings, uh, they met last week. They're meeting this week, next week. I'm monitoring all of the action there. The session will start the first Tuesday of next month. And uh, from time to time, we're going to be bringing you uh, live feeds from the committee hearings of bills I think might be of interest to you. We'll also have a chance to do something called You Be the Legislator, where we'll bring up the the topic and let you call in and tell us which way you would vote. And uh, we'll also have an opportunity for you to uh, not only get involved, but to have some great dialogue about uh, what is happening in Tallahassee. Now, if you'd like to find out more, go and, and we are understand that our website for the Florida Ethics Religious Liberty Commission has been, well, we're updating it because I, I missed all of last year. We're trying to get things cranked up again this year. So I just want to give you the address and you can see it come alive as we put the bills on there. But go to FloridaReligiousLiberty.com. That's FloridaReligiousLiberty.com. And you have a chance to see our in-depth website, which will be developed greatly over the next two or three weeks. And if you want to get daily updates, I post on my Facebook page at Bill Bunkley. I post my Facebook page at Bill Bunkley and also Twitter at Bill Bunkley. And so if you want to follow me at any of those areas, plus we have uh, F-E-R-L-C at Twitter. Uh, That way, if you'd like to know what's going on during the day, uh, when I'm monitoring a particular bill or committee, we, we let that be known. So phone lines are open at 877-943-9673. If you want to weigh in on this issue, here's a couple of questions. Number one, should concealed weapons be allowed on a church property? Should there be concealed weapons in a worship service? And how about if your church happens to be a school Should there be concealed weapons on the church property when you also have a school located on that property? 877-943-9673, 877-943-9673. So here are some thoughts. Might spark your your curiosity to call and you can agree or not agree. But I think we all agree that when we go to a public gathering, security is now a top priority in American life. And it's just not up to the police, not up to the security guards. No, it's not just up to the organization that's sponsoring an event, though they have great liability to do the best they can to protect you. No, I would make the case that thwarting or escaping a violent attack is now a very much a part of your personal responsibility. It's a vital part of your personal training to know what to do when you're out in a 
in a group setting, something goes south. Hopefully the organization that's hosting, whether in this case we're talking about a church, hopefully they have their security protocols in place. But I maintain that you must take care of yourself first. You see, I maintain that when something's happening in your home, your car, or your work, from the time you know that someone's trying to do something to harm you, kill you, or whatever, from the time you make that 9-11 call to the time the first responders arrive, could be a minute, two minutes, could be five or ten minutes, you are on your own. You and the Lord. So you're not on your own, but it's your personal responsibility with the Lord leading you. So in the same way that it's your personal responsibility in that time, when something happens, yes, you want to depend. Yes, you want to follow the instructions of the church or the organization, but you have personal responsibility. And let me just tell you, God forbid, I pray for protection for Zach's school, my son's school every day. Pray for protection for my church that we're meeting tonight. But the reality is we know by just following the news that churches and corporate worship experiences are not immune to these threats. And in fact, as far as I'm concerned, they're near the top of the concern list. Especially animosity toward you and I who have chosen to be followers of Christ and accepted him. But there's an issue out there. First of all, the issue is, should people bring concealed weapons with them and have them in a church service, Bible fellowship? And understand that under current law, if your church has a school, the law says you can't bring concealed weapons to church anyway because of the school. Now, let's put the church issue and, and the school issue aside, or I mean the school issue aside. Now, keep in mind that I am a Southern Baptist, Florida Baptist. Though our churches, in the, for instance, as president of the Florida Ethics Risk Liberty Commission, I represent about a million Florida Baptists. Many of you who go to Baptist church, I represent you in Tallahassee. About 3,000 churches across the state that are Florida Baptists, which are also aligned with the Southern Baptist Convention. We are cooperating churches. We're not in a hierarchical situation. And what that means is, I believe your deacon board of your church, well, first of all, if you are in the type of denomination where it's top-down, and the denomination runs each individual church as well. It's a decision at the top level to make that decision. Whether or not, and of course you can't control people if they're concealed, but as far as church policy, the church can make it clear, pastor, deacon board, elders. I think this conversation should be had, either very publicly or at least semi-public leadership, and that is, are we okay with trained individuals who have a concealed carry permit? Are we okay with them being part of our de facto security force by them bringing weapons on the church grounds? To me, that's a personal church decision. It's not cookie cutter. And especially because we are individual churches, my whole orientation for that is it's an individual church decision. 
But understand right now that if you have a school on your campus, it doesn't matter because if there's any kind of schooling going on, you can't bring a weapon on that property. Now, there's a compromise that got voted out of his first committee tomorrow. If you want to jot this down, if you're interested. Uh, On the Senate side, it's Florida Senate Bill 598. 598. This is a bill that would allow churches who also have a school located on their campus. This bill, if, if, if passed by both houses, signed by the governor, it would allow a person authorized to carry a concealed weapon now, here, here's a very important aspect. To be armed on the campus during non-school hours. And we're not talking about Sunday school. We're not talking about Bible fellowship classes. So if you have a school, a Christian school that meets Monday through Friday, during the school hours, unless you are a trained security person, like we have one at our school, um, a private Ex-law enforcement, you would think he was a sheriff's deputy. Uh, He can be armed, obviously. But no permit holders can bring their guns on the church campus, the school campus, during school hours. Under, Under Florida law right now, a firearm is not allowed on any school property, private or public. What this simply says, it's a Sunday. Or for those of you who may be Seventh Day Adventist. That when you come to school, when you come to church and the school's not meeting, if this bill passes, you can bring, if, 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 and I would just say this, we're all under authority, that if your pastor, deacon leadership says, you know, we understand people are here, we got it, we're rolling with it, then you can bring your weapon concealed as long as the school, the, the, the educational school is not meeting. And let me just say, isn't it a sad commentary? I mean, when I was back in the 50s and 60s, man, we had latches on our screen doors. Our doors were never locked. Wasn't a whole lot of air conditioning way back when because we built houses with cross ventilation and attic fans. And everybody had their their doors open. Not so today. Leave your door open. You will be wiped out and you might not live to talk about it. It is so sad and our young people sometimes don't get it. It's so sad how how deep our world in America has fallen. How how low it has sunk. It's so low that it's requiring us to implement such measures. It's just sad. I wouldn't even think twice back in the 60s, 70s. Or when my dad died in 71, unexpectedly, I was 16 and came to know Jesus Man, my early church life, I wouldn't even think about somebody coming to, to church to do harm with a gun. But I want to tell you, in my opinion, I'm supporting Senate Bill 598 personally. Otherwise, it's an individual church decision. I think it's a very reasonable compromise for churches who make the choice to, to utilize the tool. The tool. I also respect those churches, just like we have some school districts that don't want to arm teachers and some that do. Very sensitive deal, and um, I understand it, but I think that, uh, and by the way, I'm, I support arming very well-qualified teachers. 
And I like to see them qualified more than just having a concealed weapons permit. We're talking about a protocol that if those are very, very efficient, safe, and accurate with weapons as a means of last support to save a single life, I'm, I'm in there. And I know some of you may disagree with that. Well, we've had a very educational day, Mike, I think, on the Bill Bunkley Show. Hope that uh, we've opened up your mind, your thoughts to issues and things that uh, you might be able to pray about and think about. Well, coming up next, I'm heading to Idlewild Baptist Church, my home church, because it's Wednesday night. Going to do a little praying, going to hear a message. But right now, following the Bill Bunkley Show, my pastor, Dr. Ken Witten, will be on his radio program, Living Truth. And today is part two of a series, wow, Remember Lot's Wife. Didn't turn out real well. Obedience versus disobedience. That is the question. Well, I'm Bill Bunkley. Hope you've been blessed. Have a great evening in the Lord until tomorrow at 4. I'll be waiting to see you then. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.